Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Coming at you live from New York City. Uh, we've got a great show tonight. Uh, we are talking <laughs> about <laughs> Robot Chicken. We've got Mike Fasolo. As opposed to every other night. Well, well you we know. We have great shows. We're going to do some Daredevil uh, Season 3 um, preview reactions, which is going to be awesome. Yes, and we we're going to react to things we haven't seen. Exactly. That's, that's what we that's, do best. Yeah. And uh, we are we also going to talk about Iron Fist. Uh, is the cancellation the best thing that could have happened to Iron Fist? We discuss. Um, you just gave it away. Well, you know, that's what we try to do here. We try to give it away. <laughs> try to give it all uh, away. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture. We are Secrets of the Sire. I am your host, Michael Dolce. This is Hassan Godwin, Mr. Lord of the Radio. Hello. Are you, uh, Hello. How are you feeling uh, on this wonderful day? It's nice and cold out, so I'm feeling great. Really? Yeah. Well, that's, that's no good. What? You should be... So I'm feeling great? That's no good. Yeah, no, you should be totally... See, See how it's impossible to win? Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Michael Dolce. It's not Dolce. impossible to win. It is completely impossible. No, I disagree <laughs> with you completely. All right, we are live on Facebook.com. We are live on YouTube.com. Secrets of the Sire, talking comics, movies, TV, and pop culture. Go to SecretsOfTheSire.com, too. That's an easy way to just check us out. we got the stream going on right in the right-hand column. Um, it's a, it is just really an easy way to, uh, to kind of enjoy the show and enjoy what we're doing. So, uh, all right, Iron Fist yes. got canceled. Yes, it did. Which is actually kind of a monumental thing, if you think about it, because it's the first, well, okay, second Marvel series, first Marvel Netflix series. First Marvel series to get canceled was uh, the Haley Atwell. Um, oh, uh, uh, Agent Carter. Yeah, yeah. Is that the first one to get canceled? Yeah, yeah, I guess it was. I guess it was. Yeah. But I guess this it was. Is now, you know, we're talking. Shouldn't have been, though. It should have canceled uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Agent Carter was really good. No, I absolutely agree. I, I agree. I think. Um, I think for the most part, Agent Carter was was a gem. I think the first season was really good, um, but look, the ratings at the end of the day just weren't there. So they kind <sighs> the of had to kind of had to do what they had to do. Let's right? keep saying at the end of the day. You hate that term. Why do you hate that term? Because it's a terrible term. Why is it a terrible term? I don't because know. it is. What? Why is it so terrible? I don't know. You know why I don't like it? Stephen King doesn't like it, so I decided I don't like it either. So you're a follower, That's not literally a, a story. You're a follower, not a leader. Well, I can lead. <laughs> but I have to follow someone else while I'm in the tr- in front. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, that makes total sense then. Get off this subject. <laughs> just stop <laughs> saying at the end of the day. <laughs> just all right, just stop saying at the end of the day. That's all. It will be uh, fine. I don't know where. I don't want to talk about this anymore. You know, it's like you're done talking about. I'm this. uncomfortable. Okay. I'm uncomfortably exposed. All right. So I went don't out say and, at the end and of I the found. Day. I went out and I found two really interesting articles Wait, on the topic of Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Okay. Hold on. Like. This is really odd because from when I before before you even go into it, yeah, people are protesting the cancellation. Yeah, isn't that weird that people hated season one so badly? Yes, that they were like, I hope I hope they I hope they gets canceled. I hope there's not another one. It's it should be it's it's over. It should end. Yeah, and now they canceled it. Yeah, and now the people are like, why are you canceling it? This yeah. is great now. And it's supposedly season two. I haven't seen season two. I haven't seen season one or two. Yeah, as a matter of fact, full disclosure. Yeah, but supposedly season two is a big improvement over season Yes, one. well, that's actually one of the things that people were talking about. So I found two different articles. One that said this is the best thing that could have happened for Iron Fist, um, and it was good that it was, got how, canceled. How is it? 
How is that? Okay. How is it that there, we're, we're not going to make any more is the best thing that could happen to the right, franchise? Well, I will explain. So this is coming from IndieWire.com. Oh. Not having his own show could be what lets Danny Rand actually shine as a character going forward. Um, when well, Netflix he, canceled Iron Fist, making history as the first official Netflix cancellation, it might have seemed not a moment too soon. With the superpowers and inherited wealth and with the show's sloppy storytelling, it was never easy to empathize with Danny Rand. However, now that Netflix has declared the end of the standalone show, uh, Danny may finally have a chance to shine. Uh, his best episode was actually in Luke Cage Season 2, The Main mm. Ingredient, in which Danny strolls into Pop's Barbershop to spend quality time with Luke as he contends with a personal crossroads. Yes. And they had Power Man and Iron Fist. Uh, and it was actually... so episode. Iron Fist could be the Joey of the Marvel Netflix universe. <laughs> Not good on his own. Excellent supporting character. It, it would be better because Luke Cage is going nowhere. Yeah. Um, it's a is the the two seasons were good, but I mean where they ended season two, where he was kind of the he was kind of kind of becoming the crime boss. Yeah, no, no. You know, and then how long? Look, these the 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 bottom line about all of it is they were all supposed to lead into the defenders, right? So they were all supposed to exist either um, on their own peripherally, right. and then every every year as a team, right? Where they right. would all they would all come together, and then I think. I think the they they rethought that because Defenders didn't do as well as they wanted yeah, to because yeah. Defenders wasn't as good as yeah. it should have been, yeah. to be honest with everybody. And so they're like, oh, it's just a one-off. It's never happening again. Sure. But then where are these, these characters going? Right. You know, I mean, what are we watching these things for? The, the, the reason... The reason the MCU worked is because it was building up to Infinity War. Right. So we're watching all the component pieces fall into place, and they were they're all exciting. They're all good adventures on their own. Yeah. And all the characters are, are really strong, and they carry it through. But the reason we're all watching this is because we know there's a culmination coming. Yeah. There's a promise of well, something bigger the, coming. And we're going to talk about Daredevil Season 3, but wasn't that the, 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 the fault of Season 2? Was that it was basically world building as opposed to just telling a really good story? Season 2 of Daredevil? Daredevil, yeah. The fault of season two Daredevil is it was too long. It was just well, way too long. That's and one it, problem with it, I would say. Uh, yeah, it just got bogged down in a whole bunch of things. And all of a sudden, he was in love with, uh, with uh, what's her name? Karen. Uh, yeah, yeah, Karen. I, I and, know, you know, know, like, where did all this come very, from? Very, very forced. I know. Yeah, and, it, you know, it, it, in, the, in the midst of having Elektra yeah. in the season and yeah. then having, it was, it was way too much. Yeah. Um, and then they, they brought, they, they forced the Elektra bomb in uh, Defenders. So we had to watch all of that almost all over again, right? And then they ruined the ending of Defenders because <laughs> because Daredevil dies at the end of Defenders. But he's, he's... Spoiler dead. alert. But as soon as... <laughs> ah, heck with them. As soon as... As soon as... As soon as Defenders ended, they did a teaser for Daredevil season three. Right, right, right. So you could have twelve episodes without Daredevil in it. Are, are you? I heard. Are you trying to tell me that? Or I heard the just... initial idea was to replace Daredevil with Michael B. Jordan in season three. Ah, uh, yeah. Because mm. rumor, Michael B. Jordan starring mm. in every movie, mm. any movie that you can <laughs> attach someone to, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he's gonna. He's he's a uh, he's. He's going to be uh, hosting the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be your co-host next Is it going to be my co-host? Yeah, he's going to be your co-host. Is that co-host. the rumor? He's, yeah, he's starring in Holy everything. crap. Every time, every time my f- contract is in question, that's son, Michael B. Jordan. I would B. fire you so fast uh-huh. if I could yeah. get Michael B. Jordan. All right, well, there's, there's that solidarity we're talking about. <laughs> Cha-ching! Uh, Dan Lawson, no by laughing. the way. Nobody, nobody laughs Dan while Lawson. I make it. <laughs> Dan Lawson, at the end of the day, is a terrible term, he said. 
He agrees with you. He's on the Facebook feed. Go to Facebook.com slash Secrets what? of the Sire. He's agreeing with you. Dan Lawson's agreeing with you. And comment and tell us why at the end of the day is not a bad term. It's not a, it's not a terrible term at all. It's not bad at all. I don't know what you're talking about, you people. You people. Oh, at the end of the day? Yeah. Heck yeah, it's a bad term. Oh, you thought I was saying at the end of the day again. No, I was saying... Uh, it's a bad term. Do you, you ever, you ever, uh, you ever have to get on a, on a chat like to fix a technical problem, like with Verizon or something like that? No. Or and they ask you like what the uh, you know like oh, we have to verify your four digits of password. Oh yes. Yeah, so I was doing yeah. this for somebody, and the last four digits of their password was Y with a question mark. <laughs> and so I kept saying like, "Give us the last four digits, like a Y," and like, because we need it to verify Who's your on account. First? And I'd be like, Who's "Yeah, why? <laughs> What's on second? Yeah." So at the end of the day, <laughs> is not a bad statement. It, and at the end of the day, is a fine statement yeah. if you're an idiot. All right. Well, that's our who's on first moment. All right. Here's why Iron Fist getting canceled was actually a big mistake for Netflix. Uh, because this, it was a good show and it was making them money. I will credit whoever did this, but I forgot to put the website. So um, done. So I'm going to just say it was us. In spite of its flaws, Iron Fist was a, still a hit according to viewing figures. Um, they renewed it for a second season. Uh, the crux of this article is actually saying how... Uh, Finn Jones was not in any kind of martial arts shape nor trained in the first season. In the first season. Right. And then he went out of his way to be much better. And he said the choreography is great. Um, Iron Fist season two was an even bigger step. Raven Metzner took over as showrunner, turned the series around, avoided the traditional Marvel Netflix pacing problems. According really? To this guy. New showrunner wove some I gotta fascinating watch this. themes <laughs> into its script with notable <laughs> subtext, implying okay. Iron Fist can be, uh, that the Iron Fist can be, uh, could be compared to addiction. Apparently not compared to reading accurately because I can't read. Um, Meanwhile, um, Black Panther fight choreographer worked to improve the action scenes dramatically. Mm -hmm. All this stuff meant it was great and it even ended on a cliffhanger that now will never be realized. They'll fix it. They'll fix it in post. (laughs) <laughs> there is well, I guess I guess that's the hey, where of, everything is post now that, since that, they got isn't canceled. That the beauty of streaming, like, like <laughs> everything is post. You're absolutely you're, you're actually a hundred percent right. I I honestly think that there, uh, that that Iron Fist is um is it, I actually think it's a good thing because um Power Man Luke yep. Cage is going nowhere. They need to put the two of them together. I agree. They right? need to. I Wouldn't mean, that just I, be the best and I show? think Jessica Jones is basically going nowhere. I mean, Jessica Jones has they more going have on. They actually said that they have not announced any of the new seasons for them either. There's more going on in Jessica Jones, but that's because Jessica Jones has more characters. Yeah. In it, like more recurring characters. Mm-hmm. What um, what Luke Cage has is he's got that he's got him. He's got the guy who works in the barbershop with him. I forget that guy's name. Sure. And he's got uh, he's got Claire. Who's everybody's got Clara though? I mean, Clara, um, <laughs> she's got such uh, Rosario yeah, Dawson's just yeah, got like, whoever her agent is is is. Uh, she's like put me in everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Well, you don't mean everything, do you? No, I do. No. I mean <laughs> everything. I mean everything. I want to be in someone's birthday cake next week. Um, <laughs> but uh, so that may have been the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> no. I mean, literally, that's, I've. That's a drug. I I, obs- <laughs> I yeah, that's it. Sam's right. That's a drug. I obsessively listen to us. <laughs> that is the funniest thing. Period. That is, that is and I've been friends cool. with you for eighteen years. That's this, that is. That's not cool. <laughs> no, I it just mean look. That means you're hitting I stride now. I say funny now. things every day. And, and look, who said sixty is uh, is uh, is a dead age? Oh, look at you. You're working. You're doing your best work. We're, and you're we're, apparently, we're done talking. My huh? best work, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
When we come back, hate, we are going to talk Daredevil season three. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> this is where, as a, as a show host, you know to go to commercial at this point. Uh, Daredevil season three comes out. I'm excited because apparently it's back to basics, but is it? It's not back to basics. It's going to be too long. When we come back. Vision for the film and decided to part ways. Yeah, that's one of those things where these guys showed up really late to this meeting and they were drunk and they were throwing cake around and ah. we decided to get them out of the building. That's yeah. kind of the creative differences. That, that's the, so. Or, or I might be speaking from personal. That was your bad experience. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture. Every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Go to secretsofthesire.com, and you can check out some more awesome stuff that's going on. Just a little mm-hmm. housekeeping. Uh, the Sire Trade Paperback, Volume 2, is now up on mikebooks.com. Go to mikebooks.com oh, slash store, uh, featuring moment. a Jim Calafuri cover. Nice. Uh, mainstream number five is in your local comic book stores right now. It was published through Zenoscope. It was created by myself, Talon Caldwell, uh, our guest Tony Moy, who was on a few weeks ago, and our guest co-host from a few weeks ago, Darren Sanchez. Look at us go. I don't like that guy. All right, we were talking <laughs> Iron Fist cancellation, and I want... Ah, we got Fico Leone back on Periscope. No, we don't. Yeah. No, I want to punch sunglasses off this fool's face. <laughs> <laughs> ah, see, this Come is and why get it. We missed Come it. Come and we get missed, it, We missed Fico you, Fico Leone. We missed you. <laughs> He is the one guy. That's yeah. great. I love it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it felt like a void in our in our heart. Uh, Brian Abraham made a good comment uh, on the Facebook feed. He was talking about, I thought all these Marvel Netflix shows were eventually moving to the Marvel streaming channel, mm. uh, which, yes, is very true. And B, which is kind of why it doesn't necessarily matter that they canceled Iron Fist in all in all. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think they're going to cancel Iron Fist on Netflix just to bring it back on the on the Disney streaming channel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that doesn't seem to make any sense. When they when they switch no, over, they're no, no, they're not, they're not. But at the same time, you you figure if they knew there was a future coming, uh, hmm. they might they might work to keep it going. If if it's not working and they have no loyalty to, and Marvel has no loyalty loyalty to them, why just, bother? Right? I just wonder what the way all those shows are designed. They're all designed to be heading for some kind of conclusion. <sighs> they're that's that's every every season. I haven't watched any Iron Fist. I don't know Iron Fist, but yeah. I watched Daredevil. I've watched uh, The Punisher. I watched Jessica Jones. I watched The yeah. Cage. And I watched The Defenders. Other than The Defenders, The Defenders in and of itself is not quite done like that. Sure. It's not done like on a, on a scale. It's not escalating. It is the culmination. It is the... It is supposedly the, uh, the, 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 the plateau that they were all building up to. Yeah. Right? But all these other shows are kind of... Trying to escalate, they're 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 planting seeds, they're show, you know doing Easter eggs and all this other stuff that's supposed to lead you, yeah, to a particular a point of destination, and then they gave us the point of destination, which was Defenders, and they 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 didn't stick the landing on that, so they're like, well, we're not doing that anymore, yeah. So, but the problem is the next few seasons after that, the next Jessica Jones, the next Luke Cage, um, I'm assuming, uh, Daredevil, yeah, they're still escalating yeah they're they haven't leveled off they yeah. haven't just gotten into the intricacies of those characters yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. they're all building towards something and well, they're, now not, they're not well now they're not but you wonder if that no, has anything to do with the fact that they're leaving the service period. they're not going yeah i don't think so i'm saying that they're I, mm. i'm saying st- format wise yeah 
They 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 certainly have the last the last the 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 sure. after post Defenders series sure. have still been doing that, and they're not tied in with the movies anymore. Right, right. So then, what are they? What are they doing all yeah. these things for? It's yeah. it's nonsense. No, I know. I Either know. level them out and give them and start to start to expand their universes in each one of mm-hmm. their stories, yeah. so that they could get beyond Hell's Kitchen because everyone's in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> the ironic Harlem, part is, the ironic and part no is, one's running into each other. Harlem is is getting more gentrified. Hell's Kitchen is totally like it's it's not like the Hell's Kitchen. No, in the it's 80s not from Frank the Miller, right, right. Which is which is the ironic part. There's like right. one warehouse left. Yeah. Like if you look there, it's just real estate. Yeah. It's just all like yeah, high I used to luxury. go to school around there. So yeah, yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. It's a completely different it's place completely now. Completely different. But I'm saying they're all supposedly in this area. They're not running into each other. They're not gonna. They're not gonna yeah. interact except for uh, Luke Cage and and uh, Iron Fist. Yeah, which are great. Yeah. Every time they're that those episodes feel like superhero episodes. Yeah. Everything else feels like a soap opera. Yeah. So they gotta. I don't know. I don't. Well, I don't see what the point is of the soap opera. Daredevil season three is back, and uh, some folks like us, but not actually us. Got a pre. Got nobody likes us. What are you talking about? We're, I'm, I'm working on that. Damn it. I'm working <laughs> on it. We're gonna get. We're gonna get advanced copies too. We're we're a big deal <laughs> in this room. Yes. <laughs> yes. We are the we are the two loudest people we in are, this place right now. Well, we're the only ones talking. <laughs> exactly. Daredevil we're, season we're three very came out. A uh, lot of reviews out there, a lot of reactions. So Whatever. we're going to give people's reaction. TV Guide. Everybody loves everything until it comes out, and then everybody hates it. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly like, the format of it. Uh, Marvel's Daredevil review, season three, soars to new heights. That was from TV Guide. Um, uh. One of the biggest critique of Marvel Netflix shows: they aren't as successful at world building as they are their movie counterparts. And uh, Daredevil season three happily smashes the pattern of just you know going too far and not. Giving people what they want. I have a question. Hang on. Deadline season three. The man without fears. Robust return is dark and delicious. Um, oh my god! Even the hardest. Like I actually looked terrible, for bad terrible reviews. Terrible adjective. This is the worst review I got, which is on the verge. Uh, the protagonist is weak, but the series is stronger than ever. The protagonist so, is always weak. It's Marvel. Oh, and this on this one from now Toronto. This was the worst. This was the worst review I, I could find. Mm. Uh, takes a long time to unfold. That was the headline. And there it is. That's that's the headline. There it is. That's the that's the foil. And that's what everyone's going to say. The obsessive focus on telling a single bingeable story means there's no shape to the first half of the season, uh, but, it, but it's still watchable. It's exactly the same format then. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Is Daredevil in it? Uh, yes, he is. Ruined. He ruined is. now. He is. Defenders is ruined. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Spoiler Look, alert. At this point. Daredevil's still alive. At this point, if you haven't seen it, that's, that's I wonder when fault. this is supposed to take place because the next few seasons of of shows, Luke Cage and Jessica, nobody mentions Daredevil came back. So does that mean like it takes he's place been after? Yeah. Does it mean he's been gone a couple of years? He took a little vacation. He went on a little hiatus. Hiatus. To the hiatus. I don't know why, why am I on this show? Why, why <laughs> I don't do know. Myself? I actually you, <laughs> you just kind of showed up one day. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> and then never left. I'd be like. I guess you're here now. I like things better <laughs> when I was off camera. I guess, I guess you're the ghost. I was much more obnoxious when I was off camera. That's not true at all. Oh, totally that, true. Does that thing intimidate you? <laughs> Seeing that? No, it's just I, I feel uh, obligated to smarten up a little bit. What's the future? <laughs> you you, you kind of mentioned it. What? Do you see a future for any of these four shows? No. Like, what is this Marvel? Now? I mean, I guess... I The future was... <sighs> no, no, no. But I know what the future was. But I'm talking about what, it, what is it now? I mean, is it is it a point where we are... 
Look at DC's streaming universe right now, right? Mm-hmm. They have just they've already renewed season two of Titans because they have no other content anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're, we're building this new streaming service. <laughs> yeah. so we might as well this renew. This is happening. Series. It's like Star Trek Discovery. I mean, like Marvel, CBS, like, yeah, right. we're just doing another season. Right. Like Marvel kind of had the luxury of like, here's Netflix. Let's test this thing out. Like, oh, great, we have something here. Let's let's move it over there. Um, but are people going to be? I mean, is it? I guess, do you see it being more connected to the movies? Do you see it kind of like departing because it's going to be all under one Look, roof? The, I, I, got, I got tremendous problems with all those shows. Um, first of all, I think it takes... <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> well, you don't want to hear it then. I won't no, I do want to hear nope, it. Nope, but I want to make a snarky nope, comment before nope, I hear it. No, nope, not interested in talking now. Not interested. So anyway, um, the... The problem with those that shows... That was a game of chicken right there. Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see that? That was a game of chicken. I didn't want to dead air us. <laughs> I know. That was I'm a game a of chicken. I'm a better person than that you. Was a game I of was chicken. not going to tank the show just for the sake of winning an <laughs> argument. Because I'm a better person. But not Damn it. better at winning the argument. Go ahead. I just... Yeah, I don't want to talk now. I really don't. <laughs> I won't do this. I will, I will, <laughs> I will, not, I will not ruin our list. Shut your gob. A game, um, of, uh, a game of chicken. Here, <laughs> stop talking. Go ahead. <laughs> Dan Lawson says he was the man without a vacation. <laughs> He's the man without cab fare. Yeah. Um, the shows are too long and they take too long between seasons. Yeah. Okay. So they don't know how to pace them. Mm-hmm. They're not consistent enough for me to get interested. Right. It's always yeah. like a surprise when one of them is coming out. What? What? But that's so, the format of all so, binge shows, though, isn't it? No. I mean, like, well, yeah, what's for binge, all what's these streaming shows, shows. But yeah. I mean, the streaming shows usually. The the you know in in the beginning of Netflix they usually come out every year yeah it sucks that you have to wait a year for anything yeah but that's the way that's, that's the format TV that's just the way life though, is right? yeah like that's I mean TV basically used to get like twenty six episodes or something and then you only had to wait two months for yeah, that but they're not always another. good either I mean I remember twenty four is one of my favorite shows but there was definitely a couple yeah. episodes where it's like Kim's getting chased so by what? a I mean, and I'm like I don't need to see this they're literally filling I get you I get yeah. that but the thirteen episode shows aren't that good either yeah. So they're still they're still dropping the ball. They're just dropping the ball in a smaller manner. I guess so. You know, so it it, it it's not like the thirteen format, thirteen episode format guarantees a good story. Sure, it doesn't. You still have to have good writers. You still have to have good story breakers. You have to have a good writers' room. That's just the bottom line about sure. it. Sure. So these shows are not that great because of their because of their formatting, because of their pacing. The characters are fantastic. Some of the circumstances are wonderful. And they take too long. This is like three years, I think, something like that. We waited for Daredevil no, season no. two years. We did this. We did this. Two already. years. Yeah. Two years. Defenders in between has, no. you know, no. I mean, that counts. No, because it, it, it was an anomaly, apparently. Two years you have to wait for Daredevil season three. That's ridiculous. I guess That's so. ridiculous. Two years we waited for um, Westworld. Yes. Now that's and ridiculous. that sucked. Now the that's second ridiculous. season, yeah, it was sucked. not good. You, so not I'm good. watching it. And I'm like, you're telling me it took you two years to do this, right? You you took a whole year off so you could produce this crap, right? <laughs> okay. Yes. So that's what I'm talking about. Like the content's not that great. It's not consistent. Sure. And it's it's so therefore it's not reliable. It doesn't become one of those things where I'm like I'm I'm looking forward. Yeah. The 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 tricky thing about the really great thing about the MCU. Yeah. Which is funny to me. It's a phenomenon for me. I don't know if it is for anybody else. I always forget about the movie, and then you just just one's coming out. Like there's not, there's no like anticipatory buildup, except for but Infinity I War. I think that's the changing landscape of TV, though. And no, movies. no, I'm just talking about. I'm I'm saying they have their they their movies come out so consistently. Yeah, 
that's like, oh, there's another one coming in two weeks, you know, and here's yeah. you know, there's another, and then you watch one, and some of them, like like Thor Ragnarok or or Infinity War, or whatever, become yeah. like really great movies. But Pat there Shane was, would totally hate you for that statement with the Thor Ragnarok. We'll have him on again. We're gonna have him on next month. It's gonna be exciting. I'm not afraid of Pat Shannon. <laughs> you face. are much bigger than him. I'll destroy but him. But to be fair, you're much bigger than most people. So yeah, you you have an advantage already, like a size advantage. But he's feisty. He'll hit you below the belt. I'll just wait till you're done. I'll just keep going then. Mm, keep going. Well, okay. So anyway, you were saying anticipatory. Ah, <laughs> uh, chicken. Yeah. So anyway, you got me. <laughs> I'm the winner. Um, <laughs> I hate this show. I hate you. I hate I everything about I it. I know. I don't remember what I was talking about. But anyway, the bottom line is content's not good. The content doesn't come out consistently enough. The content with the MCU is so it's it's consistent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, I know you how you feel about Ant Man or whatever. But every time I get a movie <laughs> from the MCU, it's like the MCU is, is continuing. It's like. What? Would you stop talking while I'm talking? I know, I, that was a you th- know, at the end of the day, I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> you make me sick. Brian Everham, Iron Fist Season 2 is enjoyable. I don't care what Brian Everham <laughs> has to say. He's not on this show. <laughs> they changed the villains, but I get why they did it. I gave It gave Iron Fist more depth. The final <laughs> episode was different. Iron Fist. I'm curious. Stop talking about a show we haven't seen, three. Brian. All right. Stay with us. When we come back, why don't we talk about a show we have seen, we have loved, uh, we got Mike Fasolo, one of the Emmy Award-winning writers of Robot Chicken, coming up next. <laughs> Pause for content. <laughs> Do you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. The superpower you wish you had? Um, teleportation. Ooh. There you go. I always go flight. I'm always like, I want to fly. You teleport. You don't need to fly. Right. You never be late for work. <laughs> That's what you would do. This is why you're the co-host of a, of a, of a middling podcast, because yeah. you don't dream big enough. It'd because I can't teleport. If I could teleport, you think I would be sitting here right now? You'd be on time. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming live on facebook.com slash secretsofthesire, youtube.com slash secretsofthesire, twitch.tv slash secretsofthesire. You get the picture here. Please go on uh, on any of those platforms. Uh, subscribe to us. Uh, give us some accolades. Give us some hate. We got our Fika Leone on Periscope. We love that guy. So whatever you got to do, just Send watch. Money. Just watch. Send just watch. Money. Well, watching will hopefully deliver us money. Oh, uh, we killed two uh, two segments, uh, which was great. <laughs> which, which was, was really plan. just in anticipation so- of getting to our next guest, uh, which 
I'm excited about. You I know are. you are because you're actually friends with him. I don't um, know this guy. I have nothing. I have nothing to do with this guy. All right, I he's disowned you right off the bat, <laughs> Mr. Mike Fasolo, Robot Chicken <laughs> Emmy Award-winning writer. What's up, my man? Hey guys, how you doing? Doing, doing great here. All right, so I, ex- I actually asked. He's, he sounds like he's lounging on his sofa. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like he's. Oh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> he's hard at work right now. He's hard at work right now. I believe him. Right? I believe it. I believe it. Are you East Coast or West Coast? <laughs> he's West Coast. I am West Coast. So you're like nice and you're you're nice and tan. You're in the heat, which is exactly where Hassan does not want to be. No, I right? don't. I don't dig the heat. No. Do All right. Heat. Take me through uh, it's all the about Mike now. Emmy Awards. Mike. Yeah. No. Take take me through <laughs> this um, before we get into the history of how this is just a rip off of Twisted Toy Fair Theater. Uh, go into the <laughs> go into the no. It's seriously. Uh, it we'll, we'll give the history of of uh, of Robot Chicken Robot and, Chicken. and the amazing uh, origin story. But take me through winning an Emmy. Uh, what's that like? I mean, you know, you guys, uh, j- just take me through because we're never going to experience this. So I'd like to experience no, it no, if I care to see we're going. We're not going to experience <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I think, I think your podcast could definitely deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If that ain't buttering <laughs> yeah, up, exactly. I don't know what is. That's what any good guest would say. <laughs> well played, Mr. Fasolo. Well played. No, go ahead. Give it. I, take me through. I want to walk in your shoes, Emmy, Emmy Night. What happened? Well, the uh, the Emmy Night is is always a spectacular event you know you walk on the red carpet you get your picture taken by thousands of journalists um and uh probably never actually sees the light of day but that's okay <laughs> take it anyway. and then you go in and you you sit down in your seat and you sit there for about two and a half hours Ooh. waiting for your category to be called and then you know then you finally discover if you're one or not and it's you know, with the camera in your face. When you win, you get to go up on stage. And they give you 45 seconds from leaving your seat <laughs> to getting on stage and making your speech before they start playing the music and uh, turn off the microphone and get you out of there. <laughs> now, did you get a chance to actually say something, or were you, in the, were you one of those like background um, folks that got to just kind of oh, hang I am, I am definitely one of the background folks. You don't <laughs> want me up on that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad situation there. Uh, so it's, it's like, sec- like seconds before your name, uh, you know, for, of the show is being announced. I mean, are you, are you, are you thinking we got no shot at this or, or are you really like, I don't know, like how, were you taken off guard by it? Well, there's, there's always that anticipation, but this, this time when we got nominated, I looked at the, you know, our other nominees and I was like, Oh, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> this is no problem. So, uh, yeah. So this one, I actually wasn't surprised that we won. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, then... I like that know, kind of bravado. Quote very him. arrogant, but, you know, that's yeah. what it was. <laughs> so this is the fun part for everybody involved, right? Um, we uh, Hassan and I both are from Wizard Magazine. You're a Wizard Magazine alum. Now, you and I never uh, intersected at the same time. Maybe, maybe, like I was an intern in 2001, so maybe, or, or 2000 I was an intern, so we might have... We might have intersected, but for the most part, you and Hassan have actually gone way back. Uh, Matt Senright, she's the co-creator of the show with Seth Green, uh, Doug Goldstein. Uh, you know, it, it, was, it was just amazing. That's you guys, the old guard. Yeah. That's the old guard, right? And you guys, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, yeah, the original guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you guys used to put together something called Twisted Toy Fair Theater, which was having uh, a comic strip, um, you know, 
that was kind of, you know, kind of akin. It was like having all these old toys and Dan Riley used to do the photo shoots in the back in the warehouse. And, and it was it was always something that, you know, we as a staff loved to read. And it was something that the fans really dug. Um, but it kind of developed, you know, it, it got Seth Green involved as well, too, because he was a big fan. So mm-hmm. there's, you know, it's amazing the the genesis for it. Did you ever think, you know, sitting in that warm, hot, you know, Congress warehouse, <laughs> photographing action figures, <laughs> that it would one day lead to you sit, standing on stage accepting an Emmy in award a tuxi- in a rented in tux. a rented tuxedo. <laughs> uh, I I, <laughs> yeah, I can honestly say it never did. Because <laughs> yeah, I was and like, here we are after three Emmys. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Like, I mean, it, it's yeah, it's it's great. It's it's one of those things that you're like when you look back on it, you're like this this really shouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, the first time meeting Seth Green. He was at Matt's house. They, they would throw their parties. Mike Cotton yeah. would throw his parties and stuff like that. You yeah. could literally fit him in your pocket. Like, he's tiny. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, well, everybody's small to me, according to you. <laughs> this is but true. He was, a, he was a short guy. He was, an, he was a nice guy, though. I remember walking, like, like walking around that party and just oh, walking right a, into him. Good dude. And I'm like, Seth Green. Good dude. <laughs> how much, how much, how much involved besides doing voices is he these days? He is uh, he is involved in pretty much every step of the process. That's awesome. He's yeah he's in the office every day. You know he comes in for our meetings. He gives us notes. You know he gives different takes on uh, sketches that are going in. And then of course he's doing a lot of the voices. He's there for the animatics and the direction. It's you know he's he's involved with every step of the process. Uh, so what's going on right now? You guys are right in season ten. Uh, take me through the process of the writers' room, and then I'm going to totally rip into our intern, but uh, in a good fun in a, in a good fun way. When we play something, we're going to play a little game with you in a second. But take us through the writers' room right now. You, you know, how do you guys do this? How do you guys come up with this? Uh, with all the ideas? Our writers' room is perhaps one of the most boring writers' rooms you can imagine. <laughs> I, I no, I disagree. I can't. I can't picture that. Come on. You you can't picture it, but it, it's the truth because we have to write so many sketches a day. That we literally sit in a room, there's, um, I think there's eight of us in the room right now, and it is the quietest room you will ever hear except for <laughs> typing. <laughs> Every now and then, someone will get up and get something to eat or go to the bathroom, but other than that, it is so, so quiet. So it's like a millennial workshop. We're no, so it's that. wizards. Like, exactly what it is. It's wizards. <laughs> back and forth and all this, and you're like, no, we just sit and write. That's it? Really? Come on. Give me some, give me yeah. some dirt. No pants, right? Well, no every now and then pants, there's like a right? stripper. Right? <laughs> every now and then there's a stripper. <laughs> and no pants thing. Well, yeah, that's a given. All right, we're gonna play a little game with you. Um, Chris Gutierrez is our alpha intern. He came up with the title of this, which is awesome. It's called Pitch Please. And I'm gonna rip into him because I, I read through it and I was like, oh, this is just his way of auditioning to come right for you guys. So <laughs> this is what he's got, though. I want I want you to pick the one that you think would be uh, the next Robot Chicken sketch. Okay, Scooby. Okay. No, we're not gonna do the Scooby Doo one. That's not. That's no good. Captain America wakes up from ice in 2016. Given that he's from the 40s, he's conservative and surprisingly supports Trump, turning off everyone in the Avengers. Okay, that's that's choice number one. Okay, okay. Uh, we're gonna go. Bob the Builder is hired to build the border wall in Mexico. Oh my God, that's choice number two. Okay. Choice number three: Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse having to talk with HR for making an uncomfortable workplace. Mickey <laughs> is always shirtless and Donald never wears pants. <laughs> and finally, Thanos on trial for killing everybody at the end of Infinity War with Johnny Cochran as his attorney. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. Huh. Um, 
if if I had to pick, I would go with number two of Bob the Builder. I'm giving a big shout out to Chris for coming up with those. Those were, uh, those were awesome. I told you it was a kind-hearted rip because it was not really well, a rip. Were, those were good. I like that. I might, I might have to steal them for the yeah. show. <laughs> Ironically, that's really what's going to end up happening. You're going to be on TV. You're going to see it. And one day you'll be like, what the, what the hell? <laughs> so now, Mike, you have a podcast of your own, uh, and you're actually with a former Wizard alumni. We should just, we should just like. Yeah, we should all team up. Like, yeah, team up and do it. It'll guess, be like the guess. Defenders, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll all just come together in one great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Yeah, but see, your your podcast is very well done. Ours <laughs> is just two idiots rambling. No, no, no. that's pretty that's much pretty much the format. Yeah, that's what we do. But backstage, though, we're like, all right, what do you want to do? Let's ramble. <laughs> Got it. There's no prep work. Yeah, our intern did the most work. Yeah, he we, did, we've done. He did on more the work show, than any of us. Period. Right here. No, tell us all about the podcast with uh, with Russ Wooten. Russ. Uh, the podcast with Russ. We it's, we Russ and I are big time travel nerds. We love anything that has to do with time travel. So we just thought we're going to do a podcast on all the movies that somehow involve time travel. Oh, my God. And we, you know, we talk about the movies. We talk, you know, whether we liked them or not and what the time travel aspect of it is. And if we think it would be, you know, workable or if it fit with the movie or, you know, whatever, things like that. <laughs> What's the number one time travel movie? Is it back? It's got to be Back to the Future, right? Uh, no, time Back cop. to the Future is a big one. Or, you mean number one for me or just... Yeah, yeah to one. you. Which, which your number one? We're just rambling, so just do whatever me, you want. You guys, you guys, you guys are not gonna like this. You're gonna think that this is a little. Uh, oh boy. A little uh, bad. My favorite time travel movie is Somewhere in Time. Oh, Christopher Reeve. Yep, yep. That's, ah, that's my all Christopher Reeve. Movie. That ending sucks. <laughs> 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 that is the most depressing ending I have ever seen in a movie, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, spoil yeah. it. But that ending sucks. Look, it doesn't end well. Oh, it, was, it was a heartbreaking one, but it was, but it was great. It was, was a gonna great make something movie. Bad, but <laughs> it is a good movie. I, I do remember. I remember that's an old one, though. I was a kid when I saw that on television. Oh, yeah, way, way back when. Yeah. Is TV involved in your podcast? Like, do you guys tackle Lost? Thing, like anything like that? We we haven't gotten to TV yet, but we do have it on the list of uh, you know what we'd like to do. There's there's so much stuff that involves time travel. What's the most bizarre? Uh, yeah, what's the most bizarre, like, you know, uh, out-of-left-field movie involving time travel? Uh, the one that was really just weird and out there for, for the ones that we've done so far, I think, was The Butterfly Effect. Oh, Ooh. wow. Yeah, that was kind of weird, because it, it had Ashton Kutcher in prison at one point. It was, there was some strange yeah, things was going crazy. on there. He just kept jumping around. He lost his arms at one yeah, point. Yeah, that's right. He jumped back into his body. And yeah, and he just couldn't crazy, fix it. No matter, no matter what, he just couldn't fix anything. That was the, was the gist yeah. of that movie. Yeah, that's the and it was movie. kind of the same one, that this, the, the same gist of uh, the time machine, the Guy Pierce one, where uh, although he only tried yeah. to go back one time to fix it, but he had just... He had yeah, yeah that was after that, and his wife got killed again, he's like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, well. That was one of those movies. That was, like a fanta- that was like the Fantastic Four reboot, where it's like I was really into it for like the first, I don't know, Thirty minutes, and then all of a sudden, right. you're like, he, they kind of ran out of story goes, here, didn't he they? He goes <laughs> to the future, and then it just kind of, oh, he meets new people. All yeah. Right, well. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. He he got out. He met people. Nice. He's socializing. <laughs> what other stuff you got going on besides robot chicken, and uh, besides growing crazy facial hair too, which is another thing that's going on. In his life. <laughs> and podcasting. What, what do we got? There's a there's a good uh, a good uh, Twitter bio going on right here. Oh wow. Uh, 
I got nothing going on. I work all the time. <laughs> what You're too honest for Hollywood, man. <laughs> I, know. I know. He's too nice a guy. He's too nice. Yeah, guy. he all is. Right. He's totally too. Where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Mike Fasolo one nine eight seven. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask and a favor. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, he's got more stuff. He's got no, more go stuff ahead. on. You like? continue. It's your podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we just we just ramble here. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, that's that's really about it. That's all I got. Oh, okay, good. See, I, I thought I was getting him at the right time. This is this is. I'm I'm requesting a huge favor. You are gonna send us. It's not even a request. I'm t- I'm ordering them. You're gonna send us review copies of Robot Chicken season ten, so we can actually review something before it comes out. Oh, that might be a tough call. Oh, come on. Oh, I, was really I was really hoping for that one. I was really hoping for that one. Like a screener, yeah, just a, a screener. It was worth a try. I it know, was, I know. We have a rule yeah, here. We don't like I to get do. our guests fired, but, you know, <laughs> there's some exceptions. Come on. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll throw that by the, the, the big wig, this but is, I'm, I'm guaranteeing they're going to say no. That's, that's definitely a yeah, sure. Yeah, that's yeah, not happening. Yeah, sure. That's not happening. I got you guys. I'll uh, get you guys. Matt, remember you. Hassan and Mike? They used to work with you guys. <laughs> they want review copy. No. No. Who? No. Doug. Hassan and who? No. No. I don't like Hassan. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll send you, I'll send you some, some free robot chicken stuff. How's that? Oh, I oh, like that. I please. like that. I like that. We can swag. definitely Swag. I'm uh, all into the swag. <laughs> Mike, you are welcome anytime. If you come on the East Coast, come on by, and uh, we'll have you in studio. And uh, we love having Russ on. Russ actually was a great guest. He was talking Walking Dead with us uh, last year with the whole Negan thing. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, thank oh, yeah, you. guys. We should, uh, we, should, we should definitely team up for a podcast at uh, one point. We're, we're, That's we're gonna, happening. We're doing That's it. That's already happening. Yeah, that, was, you know, that, that was the biggest mistake you could have ever <laughs> yeah, made. That was, that was <laughs> a shame. Anyone who's ever invited us has never invited us again. Let's just we're literally hopping oh, on a we'll plane. Have, <laughs> we, have to, we have to have you on because I think we have, I think, uh, about three listeners. Those guys are ready to, to quit us at any time. <laughs> so, so you want to poach our audience. Yeah, but no, can, I, can I tell you where you can find uh, our podcast? Yes, please. please. It's at uh, MikeAndRustTime.com, but it's only Rust with one S. Okay. Okay. Mike and RustTime.com. It's the Marty Podcast. Uh, Mr. Fasolo, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. Oh, guys, thanks for having me on. It's great talking to you. And talk soon. When we come back, we go spinning the racks. Find us on Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. Go look at our videos. Go to YouTube slash Secrets of the Sire. Download our podcast on iTunes. You know, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can hear our opinions about Last Jedi and the newer Star Wars. Right. Or in don't, this particular which case, might make you feel better, depending on your feelings of The Last Jedi. Reverse psychology. <laughs> well done. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to thank our guest, Mr. Mike Fasolo, uh, Robot Chicken Season 10. Go check out his Marty podcast. Uh, really great. Just really great to be near somebody who's achieving greatness. Uh, it makes us feel semi-great. 
Not really. No? Doesn't no. make you feel good at it all? It actually makes me feel smaller. Makes you feel like... <laughs> really? Yeah. Makes you it worse. like, how come I haven't so you achieved? Don't, you don't... Right. Like, you, you <laughs> yeah. look at it like, why... Glasses have empty, baby. Right. Glasses. Right. You're like, when, wow. I'm when am really, I getting more? That's what I'm It's really nice that a really nice guy is doing well. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's, Why am I not that's doing That's classic well? me, though. Yeah, all right, all right. I uh, <laughs> want to thank our alpha intern, Mr. Chris Gutierrez. Uh, what is your damn podcast? Tell it right now. It's oh. the Proud Bubba podcast. It's the Anchor. what? Proud Bubba. Proud Bubba. Proud. On Anchor FM. Proud Bubba what's, what's podcast the pr- what's on the proud, Anchor FM. What is it about? Oh, oh, he's got the radio voice. Screen. That was smart. Yeah, you gotta just be that there, smart. man. See, that's what you I'm did. I'm not see, telling Danica, you nothing. See? <laughs> Elevator pitch, but he couldn't do it, so he deflected. That yeah. was a smart. That was I'm a not smart. Telling you nothing. Smart move. All right, <laughs> I got nothing to say to you, Mr. Spielberg. We do this every week. <laughs> we go spinning the racks, bringing the most fantastical pop culture news. Spin the rack, spin the rack. My favorite part of the show. Flash standalone movie pushed to the start of 2021. Aww, what do you mean? Uh, comic book fans will have to wait a little bit longer to see the Flash race into theaters, even though they can oh, watch him every just, single week on CW. I was so looking forward to that film. And you Dumbledore, no maybe partly to blame for the delay, Warner Brothers is pushing it back, according to Variety. The film Ooh. never received um, Dumbledore or Variety or Warner Brothers. Which one? Dumbledore. Okay. Dumbledore might be to blame. I'll explain. The film never received a formal green light, <laughs> nor did it have a set release date, but it had been expected to begin shooting in March. It's amazing how that Never how got that a works. green light, but yeah. it was supposed to... Yeah. Uh, too. The script is still being tweaked. My film's going to be made, too. I don't have any green lights, but it's definitely going to happen. And Ezra Miller, the live wire performer... And yeah, yeah. My movie's going to be coming out in 2025. Well, yeah, it wasn't greenlit, though, right? <laughs> it's just going to happen. You green, just know it's going to happen. In my mind. Uh, <laughs> Ezra Miller has a key supporting role in Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. the Harry Potter spinoff. Yep. The third film in the franchise begins yeah, shooting the, in July. He was in the first one, so he's going to—he's reprising his role. Yeah, so that means we're not going to get a chance to see... And you're blaming Dumbledore. Uh, I'm not blaming Dumbledore. Why, why you're, do you think you're, you're, why do you, you're not blaming Newt Scamander? You're gonna you're blaming Dumbledore. Why is everything that's gone wrong my fault? I don't understand. I'm just that. saying you said it was Dumbledore's fault. Oh, whoa! I look that, look, that might be the second. That might be the most clever thing you ever said. <laughs> I don't know what's Making going an analogy on. <laughs> to me being Dumbledore. <laughs> Ryan Coogler <laughs> returning to write and direct Black Panther sequel. All right. So unlike other sequels, see, that's the funniest um, thing I ever said to um, you. Unlike other sequels, this one's going to have a, a writer and a director. Exactly. <laughs> Who is returning? <clears throat> James Gunn. Uh, oh. The architect behind Marvel's Wakanda isn't going anywhere, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Ryan Coogler not. is returning to write and direct the sequel to Black Panther. Now, wait. Coogler didn't do Creed, right? Creed 2? He did the first no, he Creed. Did the first one. You see, he didn't do the second one. No, mm, the second one looks really be, good. It does look good, but it's got me a little yeah. worried that Mr. Coogler is not behind it. Mm, a little worrisome. Really? Yeah, you think a little so? worrisome. You don't think another director is capable of telling that story? I'm sure another director is capable of telling that story. Okay. Did they find that director to tell this story? Yeah. That is what I'm unsure of. But so okay. Here's the good, interesting thing. This is coming from monkeysfightingrobots.com. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's um, a reliable source right there. I think so. I think so. <laughs> uh, it will begin... Monkeyshitfight.com. It will be in production late 2019 or early 2020, meaning it will likely hit theaters in 2021. However, Marvel Studios has yet to announce their Phase 4 slate. They're waiting for after you know, the next Infinity War yes, of course. sequel to come out. Which is like March or May, right? So they're not going to be able to tell us anything until after May. 
Yeah, I mean, it, they already had to clarify about Captain America. You know, yeah. basically saying that he's done. Yeah, and then they just kind of reworded that to like, it's not really done. He's yeah. just kind of done filming that movie. Yeah, and like yeah, bull. He's like, no, I'm out. I'm yeah, out. I'm out, bro. <laughs> we'll I'm out. It. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that too. But we can now add Black Panther two to the growing list of MCU movies in various stages of production. Uh, Spider Man Far From Home that's coming out next mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've Doctor, seen Doctor Strange two. They were there. There's footage of them filming. Oh yeah, Zendaya. well they have. To. It's coming out next July. Yeah, next year's movie slate is going to be unbelievable, though. Yeah, Even yeah. with a crappy Dark Phoenix leading us off in February. Crappy Dark. Um, just just having this <laughs> amount of content. You is... actually think the Dark Phoenix movie is coming out? Because <laughs> I don't. I think it might. I'm pretty sure it will. I'm pretty it sure it will, but I think it's going to be a. I, it's, I think it's two coming. thing. One or two things is going to be happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be in a, a complete, complete, complete. S show, right? Yeah. Just a just a crap fest. Yeah. Or it's gonna be great and it's gonna crap all over everybody's plans for it, all of Marvel's plans for No, uh, I don't think it will Fox. No matter what, I don't think that's gonna be the case. No, 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 no. You understand you don't understand. The fans, my friend, the fans. Because they're gonna be like, Why are we rebooting this? This is the greatest movie that's ever been made. This is the greatest comic book movie ever. <laughs> and now I'm gonna boycott everything that Marvel Do ever does. Do you really believe that? No, really? I don't really, of course I believe it. All right. I, don't I believe that they were capable of doing that. I don't think that's gonna happen. All right. Last story of the day. Hey, just dismiss that. Interesting. Well, it's eight fifty four. We we got things to do. I gotta watch the rest of the Nick game after this. All right. Really, really interesting. That's where his priorities are, ladies and gentlemen. Is uh <laughs> <laughs> and I had this and I forgot to put this in. search <laughs> search for the googly eyed bandit. After oh, monument vandalized in U.S. city in Savannah. You so, stop me from my discussion to talk about the googly-eyed bandit. Yes. Okay. Yes, because I, I, I think it's completely okay, relevant. you're going to be treated badly on this segment, my friend. Go ahead. Please, please Nope. Continue. So apparently there's somebody adding googly eyes to all of these stone statues uh, in Savannah, Georgia. How cool is that? Come on. I'm going to show a picture of it. I'm going to put it up there. It's going to be amazing. Who, who, what do I care wanted, that someone's putting googly eyes wanted, on a statue? I wanted to do one non-pop culture related item a week what? that I think is just weird and wacky news. Do and I think this I totally care. fits that. There he is. He's up on screen. This is what they did. Are you kidding me? Well, Chris Pine, yeah, you'll get there. You're on delay. It's really good. This is, this <laughs> yeah. is like the best you gotta, radio you gotta compensate for the delay, my friend. Heard. Uh, we've done a lot. We've done a lot this this show. We've done good. We got googly eyed bandits. We got the googly eyed bandit. Why do we? Who cares about the googly eyed bandit? It's not Look even. At a, it. Is he honestly a bandit? Yeah, he's doing this to. Multiple Can you statues. call him a bandit? Is he being chased by yes. Smokey? Is, it, is, it, is, it, is this happening? In Savannah, Georgia, say <laughs> gluing googly eyes onto Revolutionary War Monument is no laughing matter. It may look funny, but it's a crime. That was the message from officials in the U.S. city of Savannah. Someone placed googly eyes on our national you know what else is not Nathaniel Green statue. It this may look segment. funny, but harming our historic monuments and public property is no laughing matter. This segment's not a laughing matter because no one's laughing. All right. Next <laughs> week... <laughs> We, we gave you our reaction to something we didn't see, but next week we're actually going to give you our review of Daredevil Season 3. Really? That means I'm going to actually have to see it? Yes. No. Yes. No, I got stuff to do. I got a life. I'm not going to be watching 13 <laughs> hours of content between in a week, in seven days. Not even, because it's coming out this weekend. It's coming out Friday. That's not even seven days. Look, you don't have anything else to do. Are you kidding right? me? What are you going to do? What? 
That's we my got a business. We got a minute before we go to commercial. You got two yeah. kids. You're going to be able to watch all seven. You're, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to cram and watch all 13, and you're gonna, I'm going to come back, and you're going to go, I watched the first three, and I really liked it. What do you think of the rest of the series? That's exactly what you're going to do because you've done that a bunch of times. So then just watch the first three. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, then, then I'll watch the first three, and you're going to go, I saw the whole thing. You, what about, and then you're going you're gonna to spoil the ending. We are also welcoming, welcoming <laughs> How to Train Your Dragons, you're a Richard jerk. Hamilton. Let's talk about adapting the famous animated films in the comics. Plus, he, he and I have a great history of slumming it at Wizard World Chicago. Good stuff in general. Uh, Got to be more interesting than the googly-eyed bandit. Next week. <laughs> you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. 